Welcome to episode 35 of Lost in Immersion, your weekly 45-minute stream about innovation. As VR and AR veterans, we will discuss the latest news of the immersive industry. Hello, guys. Uh, Hello. Hello. So, Fabia. Okay. Do you want to start as usual? Yeah. Um, Please do. So my topic for today is about the usage of uh, virtual reality at at work uh, in uh, remote work or at, at the workplace actually, but in the virtual reality context, especially for uh, meetings. So this uh, article that I'm sharing right now is exploring and they did a survey between uh, users. Um, between traditional video uh, conferencing, they were using uh, Skype in that case, and uh, virtual reality um, for doing uh, meetings. Um, so I did, they did the survey uh, last year, and the results are uh, coming up uh, last week, I think. So um, uh, first, uh, you see these numbers that are pretty positive. Uh, so I would say an improvement on all the factors that they were measuring, and especially the a greater sense of what they call closeness to colleagues. I think uh, what we can understand by that is uh, uh, because of virtual reality, uh, being in the same space, it's um, uh, actually like physical, um, virtual space, but 3D space improve the, the presence of the others during a, during a meeting. Um, and uh, so one thing to note here, the 50, uh, uh, 15%, sorry, uh, that says more comfortable. Um, they are not speaking about the physical comfort. They are talking about the, um, say the psychological uh, comfort so uh, uh, users found it easier to uh, to be in the meeting uh, than uh, in the on the skype uh, standard conference um, so that being said um, you can see here a screenshot of uh, one of the meeting that being said um, if we look down in the article, uh, a very interesting point that I'm highlighting here, um, and that, that they didn't put in the in the big number. So they found an increase in uh, exhaustion of um, meetings for the participants that were using uh, VR. So um, as they said, and I will. Uh, um, I can agree that sometimes VR is more immersive um, than the traditional video conference. So maybe it's more engaging. Um, so when in VR, we need to be uh, more focused, more attentive, and that leads to uh, maybe more exhaustion after the, the meetings. Um, so, yeah, that's the output of this survey. Um, and I'm curious to know uh, first if uh, you experience the same kind of um, of positive outcome and negative outcome. 
And what do you think about uh, these results? Um, maybe we start with you, Seb. Yeah, it's interesting uh, about the exhaustion. Uh, I wonder if it's because it's a new way to communicate, so you may not have the the same use and habits as you do with your computer when you share a screen or stuff like that. You have more complex operation to do at, at first when you don't know the technology. So that might be improved with the quality of the headset also, uh, being able to do end and inter end interaction more fluidly. Um, but yeah, that, that's interesting. Uh, um, and, and mostly this number, because that's either it's uh, because you are more focused or because you have more manipulation to do that are not uh, as fluid as uh, with a keyboard and uh, showing your skin on, on a projector, for example, which is something that is more in the habits now and everyone know how to do that. So yeah, I would be keen to have more info, but what was the reason for the exertion? Yeah, so so maybe there is like a learning curve for people in, in VR, and uh, uh, one, and one thing tools, that I... tools to get more fluid interaction. Also, maybe AI can help with that too. Mm. Yeah, one thing that I forgot to mention is in the article they say that the benefits were higher in uh, in a collective meeting like workshops or stand-ups meetings but in a one-to-one -one meetings people didn't found uh, vr to be so uh, so much better than standard video call yeah and guillaume over to you yeah uh, maybe i have some clue about the 20 percent increase uh, if the picture you're showing uh, represent the kind of um, meeting that they, they were trying in this study uh, we can see this is a whiteboard and uh, um, yeah different boxes and so on so we can s mm, probably suggest uh, we can we, we can uh, suggest that the, the interaction was some kind of you know minority report with laser beams and so on and we we know by experience that those kind of interaction are uh, quite exhausting because you you are not used to to keep your arm uh, in the air for for such a long time, and um, uh, we we know that for any kind of uh, use it could be VR or AR we we know that this is some kind of uh, yeah, fantasy of working in the air but we know that uh, it, it's uh, there is a study about this uh, I think this is like five minutes. Uh, when you are beyond five minutes, your 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 arms are just too heavy and heavy, and uh, this is very very hard for you to work. So we can imagine that if they did this for a long period of time, uh, of course you you yeah you you'll be more you will be experiencing more fatigue than when you are on your desktop with your mouse and keyboard. Um, for now, for these kind of works or typing, for example. Air typing is very, very demanding as well. So um, we know that there is not 
much uh, to do about this. And I think this is the same when you are doing collaborative work with other devices like touch screens and uh, all kind of di different type of interactions that are not that we are not used to. Uh, because it requires you to to make more moves and uh, it's basically more physical activity that maybe we are not used to do uh, as a as a on a, on a daily basis. So uh, it's not shocking to see the this twenty percent uh, increase in uh, in exhaustion or people simply being more tired using VR and AR and uh, all these collaborative works. But I clearly understand why this is an improvement uh, regarding what we are using today with Zoom or Teams. Uh, because once you have a large audience, I, I guess there are like maybe 10 people in this meeting. Um, we, we all know that this could be a mess or you are not as uh, uh, integrated in the, in the meeting as you as you would like to be. Because pe some people are talking louder, or you don't really know what they're doing, and only one people usually get the control of the screen. So, um, uh, of course, of course, this kind of uh, implementation would be better than what we are doing now. Uh, and the last point is that maybe because they are not using, uh, I think those are very. Uh, simple avatar so maybe by not having realistic or maybe uh, easy uh, avatar to to recognize you have more uh, concentration to have you are you'll be you have to, to concentrate to project uh, to to yeah to visualize the person you are speaking to and this is maybe one other key point for, for you to be uh, tired of. So, yeah. But overall, uh, I think this kind of study will be more and more, uh, we'll see more and more of these studies because of the spatial computing approach and uh, the idea that at some point we won't need any more screens and we'll have, we will have mixed reality AR or VR as a daily basis tool for forest work. Yeah, <clears throat> one thing I wanted to mention you and you said it, uh, not seeing the face expression of your, of uh, who you are talking to is, uh, you, you are missing a lot of, of the, of the intention of what, what the, the user is saying. And that's, even if you have the gesture and the losing that, that part of the of the interaction is a is a lot. Uh, so until the avatar have the real expression uh, and and mimic exactly the the user face, I think it's also like you said more worked on, on the on the user side to interpret and and to yeah to focus more to really understand what what they are saying what they are doing. And um, I, I tried also with the Crest the desktop uh, interaction where you can see your screen and use your mouse and keyboard. And it starts to look okay, uh, but with the distortion, uh, that's not usable for a long time. 
but, but at least you get a nice interaction and what you are used to and, and sharing your screen, doing some, some stuff is uh, easier. So that's an improvement to keep the, the user keyboard, the, the, the mouse uh, interaction that uh, people are used to now. And that works great uh, for this kind of uh, interaction where, like you said, you don't want to have the post-it and type it on a virtual keyboard and, and place it in space. That's exhausting. So that's, I guess, what the Vision Pro is trying to bring. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's very interesting. Um, so a few things that uh, I forgot to mention, uh, the timing was 45 minutes, so it's quite long um, uh, it's for this kind of meeting to be in VR. Um, and um, yeah, uh, so especially as uh, you mentioned, Guillaume, if, if the hands needs to be always in front to drag something or to type, uh, uh, 45 minutes is a very long, uh, uh, very long time. Perfect. So if you want to move on to your next topic, Seb. Sure. So today I wanted to talk about the new Xreal Air 2 uh, and Air 2, Air 2 Pro uh, announcement and release of the of the glasses that they, they did. Um, so it's a new uh, glasses to that is not six dots, it's only three dots. So there is no cameras, no computer vision on it. It's only tracking your head movement orientation. And uh, it's uh, allow you to plug your computer, your um, phone or um, a gaming console uh, to play games, to, to see stuff in, in space, like uh, on a huge screen in front of you. So what is interesting is that I tried the, the first one, the the Air One, and it was not that comfortable, quite heavy, and they did a, a huge progress on, on the size and the form factor to make it work uh, better. They adjusted the screen the quality. And um, yeah, it starts to be more comfortable, it seems, to, to use. Um, you can customize it. And something they added, and I will try to find it in the video. It's yeah, the fact that you can dim down uh, the the surrounding glasses to put you more in a in a VR space and isolate you from the surrounding, and even hide what you are looking at, so nobody can can see your screen. So. <clears throat> So it's not really an air, air glasses, even though they have a, a Nebula uh, app on your phone that you can launch and uh, try to see some thread of uh, augmented reality uh, experiences, uh, which are like the Oculus Go at the time. So things that are displayed at a certain distance from you and you can point with your phone and use your phone to interact with it. And uh, I did not see any record of that yet but i know the I, I tried to use the the development kit and sdk to to develop something on it and it was not working that great and it seems 
to still be the case. They seems to have a lot of improvement to do on the on the app uh, on this side. But uh, what is interesting is yeah, the form factors start to be like real glasses where you don't even see that there is a, a screen inside the, those glasses. Uh, the sound comes from the sidebar. And uh, I think it's missing now uh, AI uh, improvement, like what they did with the Revan glasses with Meta. Uh, but that, that could start to be interesting to see interaction with uh, AI and, and uh, work with uh, try to adjust what you see in the screen and then with the AI tool or get some information uh, around what you what you are and display the information directly in the screen instead of having the sound uh, in the ear. So yeah, what what your thought on, what your thought on, on that guys? Um, yeah, I think it's uh, it's very interesting to see the the evolution of the product, as you mentioned, the form factor, and uh, I guess the resolution as well might be uh, updated. Um, and so, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm really I, actually I except with the Quest, I didn't test this kind of glasses yet, uh, so I'm really curious to see what kind of uh, feeling there is to, for example, look at the movie for uh, one hour or two hours and see if uh, it's really comfortable and if the size of the screen that is allowed by these glasses really uh, improve the experience. But uh, yeah, I mean, except for the audio, uh, which I'm not sure how it will behave in the plane, I guess, yeah, to watch a nice movie in a plane can be uh, a really good experience. Uh, could it, maybe they can partner with uh, airplane companies uh, to implement glasses in the in the uh, in the um, in the plane. Um, and what, one one question I have is they they also have this kind of uh, uh, small device that uh, can be connected. So um, do you know what? this device is uh, for? Yeah, it's made to allow this kind of uh, spatial display. So with it, uh, when you plug it, uh, you plug your phone on, onto it. Uh, it's like a, an external processor that does the spatial uh, um, localization and allows you to ensure uh, the screen in space and be able to look around and not having the screen following your direction, but really anchor it in space. Um, more, more with more quality than what you get with the, if you plug it directly to your phone, for example. Um, and, and same for the games and, and stuff. All the screen can be unshored in your space or can uh, follow you, um, but with a, a smooth uh, follow or uh, do a side view. So like if you want to, a tutorial or something in the side, in the side of the the screen or if you want to walk and still look at a, a video you can have it onshore uh, small in space uh, in a corner of the of the vision so this is what it uh, allows okay yeah interesting 
Guillaume? Yeah. Uh, uh, a few things about this. Uh, first of all, I don't found their communication very honest, uh, to be uh, completely clear with you guys. Uh, first of all, it's really hard to, to, to find out the resolution of the glasses. If you look at their websites and their global communications, they always say that it's the best resolution available on the market, given the uh, Sony latest uh, screen they are using. Uh, when you make a little research, you, can fi you find out that it's only full HD. Uh, so not a very high resolution for for our time. We know that most of uh, the, the the products are now nearly 4K. So uh, uh, this is the first thing. Uh, the field of view is still 46 degree. Uh, so it's basically the same that we had with the HoloLens one. So once again, not a very big uh, field of view. And then uh, you have, uh, of course, they improved the, the form factor, but you can see here they are what they call the beam bundle. Uh, basically, they took all the computation power and they put it in this little box uh, for them to have this lighter uh, form factor of glasses. Uh, however, uh, you can't do much uh, because for me, the, the best use case for those glasses are these, what they're calling the body anchor when the screen is fixed in front of you. Uh, because for having tested this kind of glasses, having the, the screen following you around uh, when you're moving your, your head is very, it, it, cause, it causes a, a lot of discomfort. I'm not very uh, fond of this. So for me, the best way of doing this is with this kind of um, smart glasses is the body anchor. And if you want to have this feature, you have to use the, the beam bundle. It's not supported without it. And the last thing is about the uh, refresh rate, uh, because they are uh, presenting it as a 120 hertz. However, it only works when you are not using any kind of body anchor. So once you activate uh, this feature, you are only 75 hertz, which is not ideal for most games and uh, and some movie as well. When you are a lot of you, you have a lot of movement. So basically, for me, uh, the best feature they they've done here is the electrochromatic uh, feature that uh, allows you to to. Uh, to, to make the, 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 the lenses darker. Uh, you have uh, three different levels of it. Uh, I found it very, very cool. But yeah, overall, those glasses are still, for me, some kind of gadget at this point. Uh, because one, if you don't have this body anchor and the frequency and the resolution and the feel of view uh, that you because we are very, very far of what we are seeing here now on the Quest 3 or any kind of other VR headsets or mixed reality uh, headsets. So uh, not being able to have all this latest innovation just for the form factor is, uh, yeah, it's, it's a, the step is too big for me. Uh, 
uh, okay it's cool it's light uh, it, it looks like glasses but uh, the overall experience is not very high uh, given the price as well uh, if you want to have the glasses plus the beam bundle it's uh, more expensive than a, a quest 3 so you really have to 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 make your choices uh, however, we, we, I don't really know if it's only a marketing or communication uh, strategy um, because they are claiming that they are kind of sold out or maybe there are a lot of uh, orders for their glasses. And because of that, they are um, expanding the time for you to pre-order. So maybe you, you can see it two ways. <laughs> First one, yeah, they, they have a lot of uh, orders and they want to to take uh, all the benefit of it. Or uh, the orders are not that high and they have to expand the time for, for them to reach their goals. So I uh, don't really know which one is uh, for really the, the case for them. But uh, we can see, however, that those glasses, those smart glasses are something because there are lots of manufacturers uh, doing them. Uh, I guess the um, Xiaomi glasses are st that were announced last last year. They are still not available at this point, so I don't know if it's if they just simply cancelled the project or if they are experiencing some 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 issue with some parts of uh, of hardware. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm really excited about the uh, Xiaomi as well. Uh, it seems like they have tracking, so it's a, yep. a, a Rero 6 uh, uh, device. Um, one thing about the uh, being sold out or is it a marketing strategy? We don't know indeed. One thing I uh, witnessed is I went to an event here. Uh, it was a XR event with a lot of companies. Uh, uh, like there was Meta, Lenovo, Lynx, uh, and this kind of uh, uh, hardware companies, and the stand, the the booth that was the most, uh, there was the most people in uh, was uh, Xreal. So seems like either they are they have really cool marketing and people uh, are attracted by that, or um, it's uh, maybe a device that. Looks less intimidating than a full headset. Uh, more maybe people think that it's uh, easier to use because it's lighter, and just that usage, uh, that that perception of it being easier to use. Um, maybe it's like a first um, purchase that the user will uh, might want to do easier than doing uh, purchasing a Quest. I don't know. That's just my guess, but um, yeah, curious to know what you think. Yeah, I, I first I agree with all what you said, Guillaume. I tried the glasses several times, and uh, yeah, I don't feel like it's a nice experience. Even the body onshore, like it is done right now, it's only onshore in space in a certain direction around you, but when you move, uh, it's moving also with you. It's not staying in place. So it's feel after a while uh, it's it feel very weird uh, to have this. That's not something you are used to uh, in your real environment. 
the screen has are very small and if uh, the glasses are not perfectly adjusted to your eye position then you almost don't see anything uh, uh, so and like you said if it's uh, the same resolution as the uh, fov uh, at the hololens one uh, i don't see how usable that is uh, with particularly this kind of quality of uh, hd only um, and um, like you said, the, the beaming, it's the, what is cool on, on this one, the way they integrated that, uh, that's, that's really cool. Um, and uh, for having uh, done the, their booth at the CS, uh, what is really nice in, in the way they do that is that they completely customize rooms uh, with uh, pictures on it. So, so things make more sense uh, with what they display that's uh, faking a bit the usage uh, in a normal environment. So um, yeah, that might be why they, and like you said, they are really focusing on making something cool, uh, nice booth uh, and the glasses look cool on you because uh, they are close to Ray-Ban glasses. Uh, so that's their, their way to communicate around it and get a lot of uh, people uh, attention. So I think that that's it for that subject. Okay, so last one, uh, last one here. So just before we start with this last uh, topic, with just a few uh, a new piece of information about Meta, they're still losing a lot of money, <laughs> so uh, because of their uh, reality lab, uh, but apparently. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg is not uh, shocked by this, so just uh, to mention. But overall, they like uh, they they lost like twenty one billion uh, since last year. So it, it starts to stack up, uh, and I I didn't see the reaction on the market uh, about this. But uh, yeah, as as we. Uh, I guess we talked last week. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg is still maybe the the most convinced person that VR will be something in the hopefully upcoming months or years. So uh, this is uh, this is about uh, this is about pa passion and uh, and conviction at this point. So maybe not that uh, uh, economical uh, economic. Um, strategy or, or, or also so yeah and so for my last topics uh, about something that I found very interesting uh, is that uh, a new study just came out uh, showing that you can generate cold sensations uh, without using uh, extensive uh, material you're just using um, uh, visual effects and a cool uh, blowing air blowing on your on your skin and your brain is doing the rest so uh, why i'm talking about this uh okay so the the, the research and the paper is is is, is great uh, in 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 his own but it is just as a reminder that uh, the best our best friend for 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 us to generate sensation or uh haptic effects as well is only by using our brain we know that 
speci especially for locomotion, uh, for example, you can uh, you don't have to to use a treadmill or very complex uh, equipment or hardware for you to generate long long runs or uh, long walks. Uh, there are studies that show that you can simulate the, the the users to walk around in a circle and you have the sensation of uh, doing a straight line so i guess uh, we we are not working enough on this uh, uh, psychological or like tricking the brain effect uh, we could do more uh, we know that uh, you can simulate haptic as well uh, if you simulate the visual and just some kind of stimul external stimulus, not not very hard, you can generate very strong effect. So this is more. This is not more about this is, uh, as a reminder for us for us to to work that way. And um, uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys already tried those. Uh, I personally tried the the walking around. Uh, as a straight line or um, just having the sensation that you are walking a very, very long period or uh, a very, very long distance or uh, that the environment that you're immersed in is very, is way bigger than the, the room you're in. And once you are taking off the headsets, you're just shocked to, to see that you, 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 you were just in a 10 by 10 uh, space all this time. Yeah, yeah, I did um, um, escape game uh, in uh, virtual reality, and uh, we were putting the headset before entering the room, so we didn't know the size of the room, mm -hmm. and the the scenario was in like a space station, so it's like walking around and uh, taking an elevator, and like. As you said, I really had the feeling that I was walking in like a, a full-sized uh, uh, space station. But actually, at the end, it was like a very like four by four room. Um, they just had, uh, thought about the movement so in a so clever way. And I think the elevator was done with um, going into the specific area in the room and uh, below the floor there was a subwoofer and when the elevator was activated the subwoofer was also activated giving the feeling of uh, of movement uh, so yeah uh, i totally agree this is not used uh, enough and the uh, the capabilities are actually amazing yeah. is it eclipse you are talking about the, the... No, maybe not... yeah, I forgot the name. Okay. Yeah. I, I did the same, I think, uh, experience. So I know what you're talking about. And yeah, the elevator is the one that is tricking the brain the, the most because uh, you really feel you are going up and it's just a small movement uh, on the floor. Um, I had the same experience in uh, the void uh, for Ghostbusters in New York. Uh, there was an experience where you were going outside. Uh, on the on the stairs that are outside the building in New York, the, the famous uh, stair uh, outside the, the building, and it was falling down at one point, and they also faked that on the floor. So all all those works really great, and 
talking about that, I had a brain fart with odor, uh, with a smell uh, being sent in the at Europa Park uh, when we work on on that experience. Uh, I was doing uh, many tests and, and doing the experience many times, and at one point uh, I felt like the the smell were bl bl blown in the space because we have particles being displayed at the same time, and actually it was not working at that point, but my brain thought that uh, I smelled uh, vanilla and, and stuff like that because I had done this experience uh, many times and I, yeah, I think the, the brain was just putting back the, the, the smell uh, in my brain. So yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, the, the scent effect. was associated with the visual and yeah. your, your experience. Yeah, because the, the scenario visual, was yeah. exactly yeah. the same at the same time and yeah. Very interesting. So, uh, I just realized at the at the end that yeah that I, I put away the the the, the glasses and just uh, put my hand on the where the air was blown and nothing was blown in, in the in the room so yeah that that was uh, yeah interesting feeling but um, yeah if you have the experience Guillaume you were talking about uh, about the 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 room because I never did that uh, uh, in Eclipse. I did only a, a small demo, so I was not able to walk around the spaceship uh, like you did, Fabian. But I know the space like like you said, four by four. So I think that and and there was distribution on the floor. So I think that that's really the same experience we did. Uh, but I would really like to to see how how it looks uh, on a more doing more distance and and seeing that I'm going around. Uh, in my space, I would really like to explain that. So, if you have a reference of uh, games that mm -hmm. does that, uh, yeah, I, I did the experience in uh, at Seagraph uh, two years ago, mm -hmm. and uh, but you're, you're right about the void. Uh, we 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 are seeing those those shop uh, popping around, uh, and I'm I'm always very impressed by the size of it. Uh, mm. Because now they are in in big malls in uh, in the US, and uh, they are just like very very small uh, shops uh, compared to to others, and they can simulate very huge uh, experience. So they they are mastering this effect of you uh, being in this kind of little maze and simulate this uh, very long. Uh, distant like uh, experience so very very impressive because uh, I, I guess the first void was like a warehouse and now they are just yeah very compact and small shops and mm. uh, i guess it's better for for their return on investment as well uh so yeah very good technology i, I don't know what they are doing now i i stopped at uh, the star wars and ghostbusters uh, experience as well I, I, they are not communicating much uh maybe because it's just working as it it is uh, expected uh we know that i know what that we have like two or three what they're calling vr arcades here in quebec city and uh, uh you can experience vr as a collaborative uh way they are just the, the first years you have those little boxes like where you could experience VR uh, on a single uh, use base. But now they are completely switching to full collaborative works, collaborative uh, app and games. And the space is bigger and they are just putting like, uh, I guess, 
four, five, four to five people at the same time, and people are collaborating in VR, and this is their uh, uh, main uh, used, uh, most used app uh, at the moment. So very interesting to see this switch to collaborative VR. And uh, once again, it's a small space uh, that simulates a bigger one. Okay, guys, so do you have anything more to add today? No, I'm good. Okay, so this is a wrap up. For probably next week we'll have some more potion splatting. Uh, so keep, uh, keep, uh, keep looking at our Lost in Immersion podcast and see you next week, guys. Thanks. See you, bye. See you. <laughs>